This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 264, Writing Task 1, How to Sort Through Too Much Information. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, find out what happens when you get graphs in writing task one with too much information and learn how to sort it out so that you get the highest possible score. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Jessica? Hey, I'm doing well. Yeah, rainy yeah. Portland. Oh, nothing well. super exciting today. What about you? Any anything exciting happening in your life? Mm, let's see what's going on that's exciting. Well, I just I just like raced across the city of Boston on my bike from a doctor's appointment, and that was just crazy. Cut off a couple of trucks, almost died, but that's fine. <laughs> there was. It's funny you said that because when I was taking James to school this morning, there was um this guy on a bike on like a like a speed like a racing bike, mm-hmm. um and he was just. He was dodging like between the cars and like in and out of traffic mm. and then like into like hopping into the other lane going the other way Ooh. and doing the same thing. I feel like he Whoa. was just going back and forth between the two lanes. It was really weird. And it was really scary. dangerous. Yeah, that's I didn't do that exactly. I mean, that's a little <laughs> bit crazy. <laughs> but bikers, I mean, everyone says that it's cars fault when bikers get hit, but often it's bikers fault. I mean, it's a mix of the two. We have we yeah, our city is not set up very well for biking. So that's part of the problem, I think. Yeah, mm. well, that doesn't help. Right. But yeah. I mean, and that's that's why this guy was so nuts, because there yeah. are bike lanes on both sides of the street. Yeah. And he's like purposefully but throwing himself in front of these like semi trucks or whatever. Whoa, it's like, what weird. are you? It's like rush hour in the morning. Everybody's going to school and work. And then this crazy dude on a racing bike is just, I wow. don't know. I don't know what was Some happening. people just are looking for thrills, I guess. I don't I know. That's what it was. Like he just, he needed the, um, what is it? Like that excitement will release, you know, yeah. like adrenaline hor- rush. Ad- that adrenaline rush. Exactly. He needed to feel alive. Right? (laughs) Or dead eventually. Like there's other ways to feel alive that won't make you dead the next second, you know? I don't think, I don't think like welcoming the possibility of death is the only way to feel alive. I feel like that is a very narrow way to look at how to spend your time. I agree. (laughs) You should reconsider. Seriously. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see a graph that had statistics on like um whose fault is it if there's a bicycle accident like the cy- the crazy cyclist or the crazy driver who doesn't care about cyclists 
That would be oh, interesting. Ooh, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> oh my god. Well, hopefully knock on wood this summer we'll both be fine on our bikes around the cities and stuff. We'll be okay. So we'll be yes. fine. We'll Take be care. fine. <laughs> but if there were a graph like that, you could organize it very easily if you oh. had a strategy. That oh, was, I see where you're going. <laughs> that was my kid. Yeah, I know. I was like, she doesn't get she doesn't understand. I I'm I didn't I'm catch segwaying. that segue. <laughs> I was still on the bike thing. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, guys, we're um, we're talking about task one today. Writing task one. Um, there was a post in our Facebook, in the Facebook group of our course, and um, the reply was like, one of our students replied and said, um, "Just follow the strategies in the writing module, and it'll tell you how to organize it," which is true. Um, but I thought we'd share a little bit of this strategy with our listeners today. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Let's go into just a little bit. And obviously, we're not going to give everything of the strategy. And in addition, once you're actually in the course, you do go through the step-by-step practice exercises so you really understand how to use it. But this will just get us started. Just a little hint here. Yeah, exactly. So the, the I have two questions here, actually. And the, the root of these questions, guys, is that when when you see a lot of information, maybe there are too many graphs or too many numbers in writing task one, um, it seems impossible to organize. And, and I get that. Like some of them look just, I don't, they're hard. They're really complicated questions. So Mm. guys, you only need one strategy, okay, to make it simple. So the steps that we teach our students in the course, it's this one strategy and it will organize every possible writing task one questions question you will ever see. You only need one strategy and to make it simple and clear because, um, just like we talked about in the last podcast, guys, if you try and overthink things, if you try and include too much, in this case, if you try to include too many numbers, it will, first of all, look unorganized or disorganized. Those are mm-hmm. both words, right? I think it's disorganized. Disorganized. Sure. I think it's disorganized. <laughs> it'll look, it'll look disorganized and it won't fulfill the requirements you need for a high score in the task response because in order to get a high score, guys, you have to show the examiner only the most important numbers. That's it. And if you put too much in, your score goes down. And if you put too much in, it's not organized. Your cohesion coherence score goes down. So yeah, we need these strategies. Absolutely. One of our best success stories in the Three Keys IELTS success system was Rodrigo from Brazil, who did our 30-day study plan and was able to achieve a score of 7.0 with a 7 in listening and a 7 in speaking. The reason he did it was that he followed the three-step strategies and followed the daily learning plan to a T. If you want to do this too and achieve this score so that you can move on with your life into a new country and a new career, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Absolutely. So what, what, what should we do? Where do we start then if we're confused? Okay. So the, the post in the Facebook group said in writing task one, I'm confused about how to divide the charts, especially if it shows three pie charts in different years. So mm. the thing here, guys, you need to organize it into two groups. That's it. You need two groups of numbers. Mm. Um, and so here, for example, I would put 
I would put one pie chart in paragraph two, and I would put two pie charts in paragraph three. And how you arrive at that, we talk more about in the course, but mm-hmm. um, you need to draw a line somewhere. That's that's the key here. You need to draw a line to organize these things into two groups of information. So mm. task one, guys, it's only 150 words. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, it's so short. It's so short. Um, you only need three paragraphs. We've talked before about how um, a conclusion is useless. Definitely do not have a conclusion in, in task one. So you need an introduction and then you need two body paragraphs. And these are about two groups of numbers. All right. So how we do that is in the planning stage. That's where you draw a line. So in this case, if there are three different graphs, you put one graph in paragraph two and two graphs in paragraph three. Okay. So that's, cool. that's the answer there. Easy peasy. There was another thing that came up when I was talking to a student and it was sort of like a last minute question. Like, what if I see a bar chart and it has like so many bars? How <laughs> the, what do I do? Yeah. Um, good question. So this is a static graph, you guys, because it's not about time. It's not about numbers that change. It's about numbers that are true for one time. And these mm-hmm. can give you a lot of numbers. I've seen some crazy huge, huge charts like this. And it could be like, for example, eight different consumer products with like, th- like three different lines for each of them or whatever. Um, so there's always two ways to do this, okay? If there's a, a a crazy graph like this, there is always a key. The key explains what the bars mean. So for example, um, there could be a little box to the side of the graph or underneath the graph. That's called the key. And that's where we draw the line. That's how we organize it. So we start there. So if, for example, um, it's like white is male and black is female, right, to help you understand the chart... That's where you draw the line. So, you know, male is going to be paragraph two, female is going to be paragraph three. And then once you've organized it like that, you know, okay, these are my two groups. Now I just choose only the most important numbers for males and only the most important numbers for females. So yeah. it, it just, it organizes everything for you. Just this, this one simple line. <laughs> oh, so much easier when we have a sense of that strategy. Cause I couldn't imagine going into this, you know, even as a native speaker without yeah. any kind of strategy. I just wouldn't know what to do. You know, I'd just be completely lost. Yeah. No, it's impossible. Um, when I first started teaching IELTS and I hadn't, you know, I hadn't developed my mm-hmm. systems yet. I was new to it. I hated teaching these complicated <laughs> graphs because I didn't know how to organize it. Like, <laughs> it's not common sense, you guys. You no. need a system going in. Um, and also, I mean, the other side of this is that sometimes there's not enough information. Like sometimes Mm. the graph is too simple. And then so that's where the strategy also helps. The same strategy tells you exactly how to deal with every possible question you might see. Ooh, I like that. I like that. So the strategy can can go across multiple kinds of questions so we can rely on it. And the way to make sure it works is by practicing it. You know, we give you plenty mm-hmm. of opportunities to practice with practice exercises, a couple of practice tests. You can go out and get additional practice tests. And that's the way to solidify that strategy in your mind. You have to practice it. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah. in fact, that's why when I used to teach in the classroom, I would and this is mirrored in our course because all of the successful stuff that I use in my classroom 
I put in the course because I know it's successful. So <laughs> something I used to do in class was to teach my students the, the three-step strategy of how to plan a task one essay because mm-hmm. that's where, that's where your score is, guys. You have to plan it well before you start writing because that's what's going to give you the high scores for the task response and the cohesion coherence because your ideas are organized. You have the most important numbers. Everything you need is there. You know what to put in your essay. And then once you start writing, you're not worried about organization. And then you could think about the amazing vocabulary, right? So Mm. everything happens for a reason. But so in class, that's what I used to do as well, would teach this very simple strategy. And then I would give my students just a whole bunch of task one questions and be like, you guys don't have to write the essays. I just need you to plan it. Just go through every question and just use this strategy again and again to practice planning. So by the time they're done with these 10 example questions, they're like, this is easy, man. Draw the line, circle the numbers, done. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's amazing what a strategy a strategy can do that we can believe in and have confidence in. I love that. Yes, I love that. Very simple, guys. So if you get into our course, you can learn this three-step strategy. Mm-hmm. Part of it mm-hmm. is organizing everything into two groups, how we do that. Um, and then, of course, what numbers the examiner needs to see to give you that seven or higher. And we give you all the vocabulary that the examiner wants to see as well. And the yeah, sentence I, structures. It's all there. I love that. I love that. So cool. <laughs> and again, just to remind you guys, this is for academic uh, IELTS. But if you are taking general IELTS, you have the letter in part one, right, Jessica? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you, we do have strategies for that, too. So the yes, strategies also apply. And, and Jessica showed you exactly how to apply those in the general exam, too. So when you come into Three Keys IELTS, you choose whether you want to enroll in academic or general. We have both. So mm-hmm. guys, go over to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and get in now so you can clear your mind of all that stress, you know? I yeah. mean, when you have a stress, finally, just put your mind in the right direction and start learning a strategy that actually works and just get over this challenge of IELTS. Move on, you know? Move I mean, on. on. Move Who on. Who wants to spend their life doing IELTS besides Lindsay and I? We're the, uh, we're yeah. the only ones that want to spend our lives doing IELTS. But you guys, you need, you need to go to university. You need to move to yeah. another country. You need to explore the world and follow yeah, you, your dreams and study what you want. And this yeah. is the only thing that's holding you back. Like just, exactly. you know, yeah. get past it. Just get past it. Just, you know, guys, invest in your success and get past it. Maybe you have a big contribution to make to the world. Like maybe you're a doctor and you're a specialist in something and you want to go to a country that really needs you and right. you just got to get over this. Okay. So we, we want to, you guys to be empowered to do this. So go for it. Awesome. So cool, Jessica. So good. So good. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be back again soon. Sounds good. Have a good day, Lindsay. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.